three, two, Frida, I got that gin in my system. Hey. Somebody gonna be my victim. That's my shit. I'm gonna up me. I said that shit. I do it for Frida. I said for Frida. <laughs> I took a picture of myself by accident fucking with you. That shit like, hold on, bitch, I still got these glasses on. Where the fuck did I put them back on? I thought I took them off. Oh, shit, I thought she was about to ask me a serious question. Leave me the hell alone with these glasses. I told you to take them glasses off, fool. You are again, Marcus? What's wrong? Are we recording? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. What's I've, going on? I've got evidence. I've got, I've got hoes. <laughs> What's going on? Shit, cheers. Don't you take no tip without you doing no I'm cheers real happy. properly. I'm happy. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. Have a gay old time. <laughs> Get your happy ass. <laughs> Dumb and dumber. Bump, 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 bump. Bitch. I think I didn't let the last show off already. We didn't just got started. Child. Anyway, hi, y'all. We back for another episode of Teach It On Podcast. Yes, we are. Let me get And we didn't give some of you n- niggas shit. and niggas the yeah. privilege of going live for a little bit. Yes. To talk to us. Oh, hold the hell on. Yeah. So, um, it's been a lot going on over the past week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been some legality issues. Not with us. Mm-hmm. Some legality and some political things going on, lot going on in music. Mm-hmm. So, um, I just feel like we should get right into it. But before we do, I'm, I'm fucking hungry. Me too, niece. I don't know why we don't bring no snacks on the set, Marcus. <laughs> you gotta get us together. <laughs> we gonna have to get something together. We gotta get some snacks or something <laughs> so, on the set. We do. I don't know if a little no chip company. I don't gonna say nobody <laughs> specific name. A little chip, a little cookie. Company, I'll bring some. Di- I'll bring some dip. catering next time. I don't like no damn catering. You don't like? I said catering. Oh, oh I was gonna say catering. catering. Now catering is good. Oh no, if you don't like catering, that's okay. No, I love I catering. <laughs> I love catering. catering. We actually had a couple of caterers as bosses of the week. You know, before too, they had some good ass food. Yes, they you know, did. Catered a few of our, our events. Mm-hmm. I like to get down. Them mm-hmm. salmon skewers. Bitch. Yeah, that was good. Yes, ma'am. You, shout out to No Leftovers. Mm-hmm. Okay. No shade. Everything homemade. Likes to see. Okay. okay. Baby. Smarkus, do you know any professional caterers or anybody who would like to stop by? <laughs> <laughs> Bring us a little hot plate. I'll find some. Okay. I'm just, listen. We gonna need a little something with a little uh little ambiance. What they call them? Uh, appetizers. Appetizer, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of that stuff. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. I'm I'm with that. Yeah. So yeah, this week has definitely been a, an eventful one. So where do we want to start at? From the top, do we want to even? Okay. <sighs> so we. Which one? Well, you want to start with the fun shit? The fun shit. The funny shit, to be exact. The shit that made me laugh myself to sleep. One wish, one wish, one wish, one wish. (laughs) (laughs) Brandy said, bitch, if I had one wish, you would have listened to your sister. He'd be like, now, is this the only way I... (laughs) (laughs) My fault, yo, my fault. But I'm telling you, yo, that song... (laughs) You all right? (laughs) Gather yourself. 
I would just put the cloak over you to get you to get you together. <laughs> you all right? Yo, I you made me. You all right? Choked on this fucking spit. <laughs> so I'm over, I'm over smacking on the scum like a damn camel. <laughs> well, choke. Look, you and I can both say that we know oh, damn God. well they acted a fool. <laughs> I have to get. Oh my goodness! I have to figure this situation out. Anna, what? First of all, I'm just going to say I was fucking trashed watching versus all by myself. <laughs> I was too. The next day, baby, when I tell you I was entertained, me myself and I had the drinks flowing. Yes, and I was entertained too because it was the shade. Inter- it was the shade. The versus bids are the best. They are the most unscripted, <laughs> unfucking filtered. Shit I've ever seen. Yes, top dog talking shit. Everybody gonna talk they top dog shit. Yep. What they had, what they wrote, what they produced, what they got awards for. Yep. Who didn't get awards for? What was on the top billboard? All the girl. Mario. 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 Mm. I just want to say I don't know how people really didn't think that Mario was going like eat sang, come and eat it up. Sang them up under them benches like that. My man came out with the mature, I read the mature voice on, and the skill set when he arrived on the scene at, 15, at the tender age of 15. <laughs> so, like, Talk I'm just, I, I mean, like, I knew he was going, like, come and, you know, do his thing. Like, I don't even know why we even doubted Mark. Like, no, he not going to come through with the six-piece and the snack dances. He not doing all that. You know, he came through with something fly and just, you know, gave us the grown man, let him have I it. I mean, I'm, Omar, oh, yeah, we didn't change. need to be touched. We didn't. We didn't need to see that awkward-ass watermelon-eating contest between you and your brother. That's what we didn't need to see. Just slapping up everywhere. And Cole was still going around like, y'all really expected somebody to eat up y'all? And you, one of you nasty heifers, I saw you in the audience. Y'all bit after it. I saw y'all. Yes. Mm-hmm. I saw. Definitely, sis did. You right. She did. She did. Mm-hmm. She, she jumped on that with no hesitation. She's and like, then the other shit, she just kind of held it in her hand the rest of the time. Like, okay, well, what am I going to do with it? Um, I don't want to bite it. I don't want to eat it. But I don't just want to throw it away. Bitch, it's a watermelon. Throw it away. It's going to go bad. Like, you can't keep that forever. Exactly. It's not something that's a keepsake. Exactly. Fuck you degradable. 100%. Fuck you going to freeze it, huh? <laughs> so. Watermelon head, huh? At the end of the day, listen. Ray J said it was the Casamigos. I heard him when he said it. First of all, what is it about their Casamigos that has your... I just feel like, I don't know, like, sometimes, like, you know how you're not supposed to get where you come from. I just feel like he make too much money to drink that shit. It got you acting a fucking fool. Like, drink something a little more classy if you're going to get like that, because you were showing all the assy last week. Damn. Are you done? All right, I'm done. Are you sure? Ray J, my man, though, because he don't give a fuck at the same time. That's not my man, but he was acting... You know, sir, sir, you didn't pick up that baby till well after you had already fucked up several different notes. Like Mario said, y'all not going to be coming out here singing off key and shit, bringing these niggas out here singing off key and shit. He's he said, a tank coming up my... He said, stop. You, you niggas sound bad. He said, you niggas sound crazy. Yeah, he did. That's what he really he said. He said, you niggas sound crazy. crazy. I'm like, ooh, wow. I mm-hmm. said, you better tell them niggas, Mario, to they face. And one thing about Mario and Samuel, they going to sing. Mario DeWar Barrett... Is going to sing, and he, so is Samuel. Okay, he's going to sing. Um, and they was trying, and then one thing, one thing I saw that I didn't like. This is that's not me passing gas. This is the chair. Let's get it together. Um, I just want to let y'all know. 
Um, so one thing I didn't understand that I saw a lot of chit chat about was the fact that Sammy was holding <coughs> on to these songs that were like they made fun of him for singing like the hard the song from the Hardball soundtrack. That first of all, that was they my made shit. Fun of him. Strike one. Yeah, that was my shit. Strike two was when y'all tried to play him for uh, what was it? The, the Soldier Boy joint. That was a fucking smash when it came out. I seen people like, well, we it don't care sure about these. They so old. We don't care about these songs. Like, I like it. That's his first song when he broke in the music industry. Are you kidding? Y'all wouldn't know who he was. First of all, the first, crazy I things it. I do for love was my shit back in the day. Like, I'm sorry. To... That's my shit. I don't care. <laughs> Marcus, it's rather unusual on this side of the room. Just bear with us. Um, Bear with me. So then you had that. So that was a whole fucking shit show in itself. And then you got like Orion's coming off of the fuckery. Then you got like the dance. First of all, let's get to these dancers, niece, because this eight count was not counting. The dancers was the ass. math was not mathing with that eight count. I don't and know. They really thought they was doing something with their um you guys serve scene. He said, "Get your clan, get your clan." out <laughs> you get on my nerves always doing some shit that and the other part was when it he was tried to clamoring. say that he wrote all the b2k songs i just that was really that was really weird like uh, like you already know like we heard bug on the pandemonium album like we clearly heard him singing like we heard him singing a couple like we heard you not I, like we we heard it in my chris brown voice we heard it that's cap you can cap it Cabbage. 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 Yeah. Cabbage. Capping all over the world. Capping. I'm sorry. I'm over here in my bag, yo. I'm so sorry. Let me take another sip. First of all, you want my voice. I think, and just to kind of, I know we're talking about verses, but like yeah. Chris Brown mentioned, Oh, Maria, you can't do all that singing, dancing, backflipping, all that shit, all that, and hit the club. You can't do all that shit no more. You cannot do what you used to do no more. Like CB say, he said, shit, such icebox I would have smoked it. That would have been a good-ass dance match. Yeah, that would have been a good Now ass. that, I'd like to see a versus dance match between them two back in the day. That's, yeah, I could see that. Because the dance was a bit, it's a big part of their as entertainers, their dancers also. So exactly, yeah, I, I think that would be. Even though Chris bomb. is cl- clean and smooth, but I think Chris still, still is, is that nigga when it comes to that lane. He's still just that nigga to me. Like nobody's like doing karate kicks and shit in the middle of their. And that's like, what I'm saying. Like you said, he chooses the most dopest dancers that can rock with his flow. Yep. And a lot of his dancers are a whole lot better than he is, but they, they blend right in. Mm. Mm-hmm. Smooth, bah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Bah. Mm-hmm. Chris. Call me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Mm-hmm. I'm going to flow right with you. Call me. <laughs> so, and he did a whole bunch of interviews, and his album came out, and yeah, and still, I just feel like he's so humble. Mm-hmm. And that's another person I feel like we'll never get a verses from, too. Like, him, you already know B's not doing it. It's it's, it's above her at this point. Um <laughs> Like, Usher's not going to run and do it. Like, but all in all, like, I really was so prepared to see this. I and saw that he was doing a tiny desk, though. Yes. Yes. And he has other artists that are going to be on there singing backup for him. Is it, like, was it Kevin? Did they say was it, it was going to be Kevin I don't know. I might be I wrong. They fix Did they say Giveon? I don't know. I have to look again. Forgive me, y'all. I, I might hope be they wrong. fix his mic before yeah, he's going Please do. <coughs> Listen. Excuse me, y'all. Listen. 
get it together. Uh, listen. I, you know what? And, I, you know, we were having this conversation the other day when we first saw the verses and we laughed our sleep ourselves into a deep-ass slumber. I was, I really laughed until I cried, but when we talked about I said, you know something? It just seems like that this this musical, this these musical mishaps is the trend of the month. And why would it ever happen during our history month? It's like Black History, Black Musical like Month, Black Music Month. Are, are like, are we secretly in I mean, you've got Giveon situation, you've got Omarion's quote unquote, like Ray, J. Ray J's quote unquote, like whatever. I don't freaking know. I, I'm just, I don't know. I'm giving up at this point. I don't know. I don't know. It just seems a little weird. And well, Mario vocals wasn't messed up. Or is it a mess? Nope. And to be honest with you, I think Bobby V did pretty good too. Yeah, he wasn't bad. Oh my god! But you want to know who didn't do good? Jeremiah. I feel bad. Like. Mario said, y'all can't be bringing these niggas out here singing off key and shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mario was upset. Mm-hmm. He was offended. I feel like he feel like y'all making R&B look crazy right now. Yep. And I know some of y'all got crossover records and shit like that, but like at the end of the day, we some singing niggas, so like y'all making us look crazy. Like Bring it together. I, I give Mario that. His showmanship... It was good. It was good. He was hot as shit. He didn't say you hot as shit and all that in that big ass jacket. Yeah, so that jacket was fly as shit was, though. though. I said, ooh. <laughs> it was uh, when he took off that took off that shirt and showed that body, body <laughs> up under that jaw. But uh, oh, Marion was trying to play him. Told him he say he uh, he need to he uh what he say. You need to do some sit ups or some shit like that. He was coming in. I'm Mario. like, I'm like, first of all, Marion, your body's. Not that much more cut up than Mario's. That's what I was thinking too. Like you thick as shit too. He oh Marion's stocky. Mario only got more solid. He's not like what's wrong with and him? And he has height on you. Like Hella oh, Marion, height. you're tiny. Hella height. Hella height. You're tiny, <laughs> my guy. You're small. Like I'm probably taller than you. No, I really think you are though. Easily. But anyway. Damn near everybody that was on that stage besides Mario. Yeah, you're right. And Pleasure P, not the, yeah. yeah, he did a regular average party. But back, I'm sorry, back to the verses. For me personally, I'm just thinking in terms of like, I feel like for the past couple months, I really wasn't missing it. It wasn't really a thing that I was saying. Like, cause you know, during the pandemic, it more so, it rescued us. It gave us something to do. Like, and mm-hmm. I wholeheartedly really thank Swiss and Tim for coming up with that idea. Cause it's like, damn, that was some really thorough ass fly ass shit and it gives you and like they and you the know it gives you the chance down. absolutely to celebrate people and I just think it's so important for that but I don't know it, it definitely since it has been taken over by other people other entities it definitely has changed some of the you know things that are you know required or expected you know from the performers but all in all I, it, I didn't miss it until this came up and then they just oh lord y'all. right now I'm like who's next yeah cause I'm just like after that I don't even, first of all, after Ray J and them got off the, st- I would have been like, fuck that. Y'all got to reschedule all, me. I was so <laughs> tired. Let me just be honest. <clears throat> excuse me, y'all. I, I've been up under the air too much. I really fucking hate it. Let's so excuse me. But I was so tired, so tired after, what did, what did they call it? The, the pre-score cards or whatever? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. I was so tired after Ray J, Bobby V, See me and pleasure be so tired. I went to sleep. I was drunk as shit and I passed <laughs> the fuck out. Okay. When I got up the next day with a hangover, 
as I was, you know, recovering from my hangover, mm-hmm. I watched the remaining. Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't stay up till two in the morning either. Excuse me. I'm like, my nigga, I've been up two and a half hours watching this shit and they still going. Mm-hmm. And they said, all right, we about to get wait for Mario and Mario to come out. Wait a minute, we got, there's more? Mm-hmm. Bitch, I couldn't take it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't take it. Mm-hmm. Bitch, I can't, I, I'll count six shots. <laughs> bow, bow, bow. <laughs> Gone, honey. Yeah, so that definitely that Stumble definitely took us that definitely took us over the edge that night. I said, "Oh dear, this is this is a shift here." So speaking of the verses and all that has transpired since then, and you know it, that shit grew big ass Street Fighter legs. Been doing strongest shit because they niggas <laughs> <laughs> won't stop talking about that shit, including us. Oh well, fucking well, we grew up with y'all niggas, so you know Damn it's just it's just because we got love and appreciation for those artists. We mm-hmm. grew up listening to them, especially Bobby. Can't tell me that you don't miss Bobby. So speaking of that whole ordeal and all the differences that they had going on between Come them. Come on, Bobby V. That was my <laughs> shit, Anna. Rear view was my shit. Riding. Looking in my rear view. Riding. <laughs> so character versus chemistry. So uh Omarion was out of fucking pocket. His character was out of fucking pocket. So I like how people try to say, yeah, they were saying that they felt like, I mean, honestly, I don't know where, I don't know, I would have to go back and watch it really closely. This is what I, this is what I feel like. Because I don't know, I feel like in the beginning, Mario was kind of sort of giving him his flowers and then all out of the blue, O'Connor was just like, well, no, fuck that nigga, let's get straight to it. Like, we got to show, the, we got to, we about to put on a show. And then, yeah, I mean, because I'm pretty sure the B2K spiel was already a part of the show. You know what I'm saying? But go ahead. Which part? From from Omarion or Maria? From Mario when he brought out the fake B2K members. Okay, yeah. So you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I feel like Omarion already knew that was going to happen. Right. There's no way you can do that and not tell the other artists. Yeah, like, I feel like he definitely knew that was going to happen. Um, I feel like his kind of, that's why I say his character was out of pocket because I felt like at moments he was playing into like the whole versus energy and then the nice battle and then at other moments he was just completely trying to be the fuck shady. Yeah. And I felt like yeah. it, it was those moments that stuck out more, which is why J Bug bust his ass. Dog and read his ass like a motherfucking encyclopedia. Girl, it was given teleprompter the next day Shit. on social media. I said, Well it was a read buzz and a read for Marion, bitch. Reading Rainbow. I said, Mar you thought you oh Marion you got served. Yeah. Come on now. I'm just saying. Come on. I'm just saying. Served. Sorry for the mic issues. <laughs> I'm just saying. He wanna get the clean. Listen. Honestly, cause listen, like like sis said in the comments, I don't even typically be reading these um Ten Commandment comments or no, messages from people, but I read all that shit. And to be honest, Every last line. if you didn't believe the shits that was happening behind the scenes before and believe any of the animosity or the quote unquote you know, taboo shit that was going on between them, you know, you had to believe it at that moment because Gerard was letting it be known to the world. Mr. Houston didn't come to play with y'all, okay? He said, look, I'm about to just sit here and just, you know, I'm just about to just pull, let me just pull this carpet a little harder. <laughs> you want to be changing your hair and shit during the show. Let me just huh, show niggas for real, for real, what's really going on. And 
you know, these slick comments that you're making are, you know, unwarranted. So for me personally, and again, because you're saying that you wrote these B2K songs, we all know the Pandemonium album. I don't give a fuck if you don't like Robert Kelly. That man had a lot to do with that project, period. So we're not about to just say that, oh, yeah, you can't say what Marcus Cooper said, a.k.a. Pleasure P, because, uh, yeah, he was actually pinning shit that Pretty Ricky was p- putting out. Baby, so that makes sense. But you can't, like, y'all had people, you know what I'm saying, helping you out in the booth and shit, you know, pinning yeah. shit, you know, all types of stuff. So you, you got to thank people and be real about it. And Mario threw shade when it came to that too, and mm-hmm. and, and you you know was doing his little shit in the background. I heard you, Mar- I heard you, Miss, I heard you, Mister Bear. <laughs> so you know, I'm just like, mm. oh, Mari, something don't all that unbothered shit that you were saying might not be what it really is, and that's why they tell you never judge the book by the cover. Absolutely, because I feel like. Um... Every last line that I read from J. Blizz, I felt like was absolutely true. And I felt like it spoke it spoke through the group chemistry that we once saw as B2K. Mm-hmm. Um, he spoke a lot specifically to Omarion's character and what he was stating. He stated specifically about, you know, you didn't want to be a solo artist, artist, excuse me, you were just a camera hall. Mm-hmm. You were a stage hall. You were a fame hall. Mm-hmm. And that's very different. Mm-hmm. 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 That, to me, <coughs> excuse me, that's kind of equivalent to a clout chaser. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Popularity contest. It's, it's given mm-hmm. high school very much, oh, look at me, I'm this, I'm that. And we all know you're very, you're, you're an attractive man. Mm-hmm. Always have been, but, you know. Versus showed another side of Amari the other night. Mr. Granberry, I expected a little more of you. I needed you to know that you we are now in the 30-plus club. You bust on Mario for having such a, to being so out of shape, but you were struggling when you was dancing. Like, I didn't see, listen, I and was... He didn't struggle on one note. I love me some Usher Raymond. That fool be in the studio, be in the... You know them dance studios they have with the, with the, with the mirrors and it be uh, mad feet or just floor... <laughs> <laughs> that nigga used to just be with the mic with no shirt on and a pair of uh, pirate jeans yeah. or singing and, and jumping up and down, jumping up and down and going and jumping and going across and just keep going. Oh, I'm sorry. I keep on knocking this mic. I ain't used to it. Y'all can tell I'm ghetto. I'm not keep used to this. Keep bumping it against the wall. I'm sorry, my. It's um, the caressing of the mic. But yeah, me. but you know, you talking all this shit, but is you doing your workouts? Is you, you know, is you, is you making sure that you ready and you equipped for these kinds of shows? I yeah. don't think so, sir. This is not the... Wait! This is not the new millennium, Bear. <laughs> that nigga said, Bow Wow took your tour from you. Ooh, yes. That was a steamer. That was a flamer. <laughs> My meatloaf. And Chris Brown took your career. Mm. I don't know if somebody <laughs> can take your career, but yeah. Um, Chris, Chris created his own lane because I'm... Cause Straight the fuck like that, honestly, and, and and again, just like we was just saying, Mario sang them up under the benches, and so do Sammy, but they not no dancing-ass niggas at the end of the day. Like, Correct. Mario was doing his little eight count and more than, you know, just a friend, but that's not his lanes. And I feel like Chris kills all that. Artistic art, expression, costumes, 
you know, the way how he wants to, you know, how it to look, all that. Like, I really, and it's, and it was such a, so refreshing to, you know, hear him even just, you know, make sure that, you know, people know that. Like, no, I actually really care about my art. And me being a big fan of him, I was like, you know, just sitting there like all, you know, googly eyed, like, we, we appreciate you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we love us some good art. But yeah, definitely character and chemistry. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like maybe the reason why their group chemistry was so, you know, alter at one point is because probably just like he was saying, just like Jerome mentioned, we would have conversations in private and you would pretty much like air shit out. Yeah. And that's nutty. That's nutty as fuck. That like that's a character flow within you as a right. uh, you know, that's right. You you, you got to go back to the drawing board. Yeah, that's corny as shit. You were you were nut ass bull for that. Neither. It don't get no more silly than that. And that's all silly. So, yeah, I mean, it's no way around that shit. Like, honestly, I could see how, like, him having that outlook, you know, and this ain't to say we was there and we don't know. We just going off of what they saying. But, again, right. it makes sense. Just like Jarrell said, it makes sense. It makes sense. Like, hello? <laughs> this is what we've been trying to tell y'all all this, all this time. All we this was trying day. to make it work. You know, because I remember, honestly, and you and to to even bring it more closer to home for everybody to make, you know, I was really a big-ass fan of B2K. So, yeah, I'm over here standing at the moment. But I can remember when they when they broke up, everybody was mad as shit. But that was the that was actually the date of the tour when they was coming to Tower to, to Philly to have their tour. And Omarion came by himself, and we was, like, really, like, we still went because it was just, like, we already paid for the tickets. But in all, like, we didn't, we was like, yo, we was, everybody was still hoping secretly, like, everybody else would show up. But, no, that did not happen. It was all. It was an Omarion affair. You no, know. it was an Omarion affair. It was affair. a fame hold. Like That's, no matter mm-hmm. what, I'm, 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 I'm gonna, gonna get my up. run. Go, 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 you better point it out, Chrissy. Damn. <laughs> Again, Omarion, you've just got served. Who ordered the poo poo platter? And this time you wasn't doing it for Lil Saint. He wasn't. He wasn't. Time to play hardball. No pun intended. Damn. Strike two. <laughs> Caught me by surprise. <laughs> I'm done. Listen, I think it goes um, like that. <laughs> Sorry, I love Mario too. Come Mario. Oh, first of all, <laughs> speaking of Mario, so you know we was out catching the vibe over the weekend or whatever like that. So I was talking to one of the DJs or whatever. Okay. And we was talking about the versus mix up. He was like, he said Mario has the better voice. But Omarion has better music, hmm. and I was a little, I was a little taken aback by that. I said, mm-hmm. "This was my exact reaction," and he was like, "As I was reacting like this, he said, come on, name me ten Mario songs right now.'" And I did. I'm like, I named nine out of ten because I, I stumbled on the name of one particular song, and he was like, "Well, you didn't name the song, so it, it doesn't count." I'm like, "You're right. I'm not gonna cheat." It's whatever. You still made nine, though. You still my friend. So he was like, so right, he was like, he like, but, but he gave me my props, so he was like, dog. He was like, nah, that's it. No, he was like, that's good. He like, because I didn't think nobody was going to be Really a Mario like, fan, though. No, I yeah. said, Mario's that nigga, though. Mm-hmm. Like, to us. Yeah, I'm like, to us, no. Chrissy. Mario's that nigga. And he has a fan base. Yeah, we're not, I'm not trying to, and I'm not minimizing anything, but, you know, everybody don't, honestly, niggas slept on him. For whatever reason, He's niggas really didn't think that Mario was can, was that Hello. nigga. Wake up from the net, people. 
Wake, wake your up, ass wake up. up. Wake up, wake, wake up, wake up. Wake up, Mr. Wuss. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm like, Mario's that nigga. And I was like, mm. I had to think about it. And I'm like, do I blast Mario more? I'm like, I still listen to Mario to this day. Mm-hmm. I don't listen to independent. Now, I may go back and listen to a few B2K songs. But I don't go back and just strictly listen to Mario, excuse me, or Marion stuff. I must, and that's where I interject that. I can see where you come from with that because for me personally, I I feel like he does later on in his career, he came out what he did what Sammy sort of did, the the underground mixtapes and shit like that. Yeah. But when I do listen to Marion, I, I, I typically shit. I go back to oh his first solo record CD. I really like that CD. He has songs on there that I really fuck with. And I, I that's the only project I go back to. refresh my memory on some songs that are on I'm that album? I'm trying to act like I okay, don't want to Okay, I'm trying to is on that. I'm trying to is actually my favorite song. Yes. From and, that and album. And in the dark, okay. get in touch and feel it. I don't know that. Mm-mm. I know that whole art. Like, I am really was uh, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... It's another song. Um, baby, I know that you want me. Know that you need me. Can't live without me. Good thing I can hear it. I don't know that song word for word, but I... He can't put it down like me. That was my shit right there. And then I, It's interesting that you say that, because again, even when having a conversation with the DJ, it was maybe about two or three songs, and he was like, I don't know that. Because I said, I think I said two train. Mm-hmm. He was like, I don't know that. I was like, what? That was from his first album. I said, nigga. I started I started singing this shit. I said, what? I know you lie. He said, oh, yeah, yeah. I said, you don't know me. He said, okay, you a real fan. Yes, I am. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, for real. You better go look it up. Because it's more than the chick with the braids. I braids. said, first of all, Mario's entire first album was the shit. It was. It was, no, it was a no-skip album. First of all, gotta have it like, what he say? Gotta have her like Nike's fresh out the box. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. I do not have that voice right now, so science it. I'm half horse. <laughs> but so yeah. am I. That's, this, this right here is from Versus. Air conditioner, yeah, and Versus. This is from Versus. Yeah. Literally, literally, I was stuck in the fucking house. I fell asleep, okay? So they fucking neck <laughs> was balled up under the ear, you know, instead of being outside sweating all fucking day. Balled up under the ear. Took a shower. Bored up under the ear, fell asleep on fucking verses. Would have went up and then woke up and fucking drink and watch this shit. <laughs> now I woke up and, and got fucked up by myself. This is from verses. Had a hangover and everything. Fucked up. Now I just got this little uh, uh, from this fucking <laughs> cold air. Girl, girl. Over it. This is Mario. This is your fault. Okay. This, now, now come take care of me. Come braid my hair. <laughs> shit. I need my motherfucking hair braided up Who under this you? wig. Look I'm at me, shit. I know you see my meeks under here. It's like, <laughs> okay, it's meeks for me. getting a little weird because they need to be done, okay? So, the next topic that we have, you know, for the day, for the day, for the on, on our list is speaking out of turn. Ugh. So, these things happen. These things happen often. These things happen when, you know, you least expect it. These mm-hmm. things happen when you know that's going to happen and you be prepared for it. You know, this shit just be happening. So how do we react when people speak out of turn? How do you redeem yourself when you speak out of turn? Ooh. Who's my question, Mario? <laughs> Come on, A-Roy. 
Once again, that was a chair. But yeah. So what you been thinking? Um, hmm. I think when it comes to speaking out of turn, initially, my I'm a person who my face and my body language mm. reacts first before I say anything. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Honestly, the new me, which I will say, I like to be more optimistic about somebody's response versus automatically assuming that they were trying to be negative or, you know, intentionally trying to hurt me or trying to hurt those around them. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, the new me tries to go from there, tries to be open and understanding and just, (coughs) excuse me, directly ask, Mm -hmm. what is it that you meant? Mm -hmm. What did you mean by that? Mm -hmm. Questions. I'm kind of, it's almost like I treat everybody, like I'm at work, like I'm in a therapy session, like I treat everybody like a friend. Okay. And I hate, I really, personally, I do hate to say that, but like I've said it here before on the show, I'm a very black and white person. I don't, I'm not, there's no gray area with me, so I'm either this way or I'm that way, and I feel like I'm either being professional or I'm, I'm not. I'm kind of like chilling and being recreational. Um, so for that, when I'm trying to be open and understanding more so, I'm, when I'm in that role, <coughs> excuse me, it's more so I'm in my professional role. So, I, like I said, in that aspect, I'm kind of treating everybody like a friend. And I feel like people are more receptive to me that way, in that angle, only because, I mean, I guess I work, I work well with a lot of, all of my clients, really. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's, it's been working, I guess. Um, I haven't been hearing a, a lot of the, the backlash that I used to hear, um, about my responses. So I guess, yeah, that's, that's my way of, of working with it, just treating everybody like I'm at work. Well, drawing from that statement, I can definitely say that I feel like, you know, since we're in, you know, the field, um, they always tell you to approach every person as if they are a trauma survivor. Like, you don't know. And I think that's something very important to take with you from our field to the real world because, essentially speaking, when you're dealing with people, you don't know what they've been through. So some people's responses may be warranted being as though they went through certain things and they might have not moved past that thing. However, I feel like you have to have balance with that also, too, because you can't walk around on eggshells and be like, oh my God, I gotta make sure that I'm not that's like. That's what I was in here thinking. Like, that's a little because, intense. Yeah, it is intense. But at the same time, it's just like, just be careful. It's just telling you to have that notion that, you know, just be careful and handle people with care because you never know what someone has been through. And I think that's just. Kindness isn't something that's instilled in people. So I think that is something that needs to be communicated just like that. Treat it as if it were, you know, you don't know this person and they're a client and they could have went through something that's super traumatic and you have you don't have the details yet. So you need to make sure you're treading carefully. Um, it I feel like it serves as a safety net for you, um, especially when you're in different social settings and you don't want to come across, across as, you know, like um, being blunt or, you know, being, uh, what do they call it, abrasive or brash, so to speak. You know, I've had that shit said to me so many t- different times, but there's levels to that shit. It really is. And to be honest, sometimes I feel like it's because, you know, people don't want to be accountable. 
But I do think at times, um, being gave away. I just think that at times, you that's know, what it is. People just don't want to be accountable. Tell them again, accountable honor, accountability. That's 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 something big, and it's something that people need to be more serious about. Um, so, yeah, when speaking out of turn really just puts you in a place where it's just like. And sometimes even, and sometimes it is warranted. I won't say that it's not because when it's a situation, just to give a prime example, something may happen with someone that you care very deeply about and you may feel like you it's, it, it, you may have a place, an unspoken place <laughs> in their life, an unspoken place in their life where you can approach or say something to a person because they hurt that person's feelings or they made them feel some type of way or you see how this could affect them because you know them on a certain level. And, you know, often I feel like people do that with people that they love and care about the most. And, again, bringing it back to the point where I feel like I say it can be warranted, but at the same time, it's just like sometimes you really just got to mind your business. Speaking out of turn really can... It starts to make shit unravel <laughs> in, dif- in different settings. It can make shit go awry really quickly. It can. And to piggyback off of that, I do think the other piece of that is people who... The other population of people who can speak out of turn a lot, out of turn a lot, are people who are just miserable. Because misery loves company. So when you're miserable, you'll you'll say anything to anybody. Mm -hmm. You know, or when... Someone who doesn't have something to lose. There you go. You'll say anything to anybody. You'll do anything to anybody because you don't have anything to lose. Right. So you you're you don't care. You're very careless of what you have no shame. Right. So like it's just like oh, wait, so why am I like holding on? To right. Like, why so am I holding why back why am I exactly? Why why am I holding back? So people just really need to tread carefully. That it's a a lot of that happens a lot. A lot. And I'm listen, I don't like to speak on stuff I don't know. And honestly, when people ask me to or ask my opinion about some shit I don't know too much about, just like I'm just going from my own personal knowledge of being here for 33 years. Right, my, my, and that's just my it. experience. <laughs> that's it. And I can't, like, and I always preface my reaction or my response with that so that they know, like, hey, I can't say that she didn't, she, oh, I'm a professional. No, I told you. That this wasn't my bag, and I told you also that I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna keep it real with you. Like you gotta, you know, can't ask for some shit. <laughs> not that you know what? You know what? Yeah. I remember that. I remember one time I was at work, and this was years ago. Nowhere near the job that I worked there. Um, I had a client call me a bitch. Why the fuck y'all laughing? I'm sorry, Christine. Can you just tell the story? <laughs> no, I'm confused. Why y'all laughing? Cause you're fucking funny. All I, all I said was I was I used to work and I had a client call me a bitch. We knew. Anyway, tribe, I'm talking to y'all because I don't know why the fuck they sitting here laughing at me. Cause you're funny. So I had a client call me a bitch, and my response there was she was going off saying a bunch of stuff and she called me a bitch. I said, well, if I'm gonna be a bitch, you know, I can. I can be the biggest one that you know, or something to that nature. Something I, I said I repeated what she said, and like added some whatever natural sass that I have to right. it. But I didn't call her a bitch back. Yeah. Of course, you know 
She read it. They pulled me into the office. I said, well, I didn't call her a bitch. But I was, again, I was young. I was just, was I was new coming into the field. Mm-hmm. But that was speaking out of turn because I had to learn that although I didn't curse at her, using that language with her, mm-hmm. it wasn't professional, although she used that language with me. Me being a professional in the matter, had to understand that in this situation, this is speaking out of turn. You're not talking to a girlfriend or a random girl in the street who just walked up on you and called mm-hmm. you a bitch. Mm-hmm. In this aspect, you are the professional. You are, this is supposed to be a teaching moment. So this was speaking out of turn. This was not the way to teach her by responding in that way. So that was just my little story on speaking out of turn. I don't know what the fuck y'all was laughing at. It was nothing funny, funny about that. I don't this. know. That, that, I'm glad you gave us a story, bitch, because I was... Do, 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 do. I had the weight music in my head and all that shit. <laughs> I'm hollering. Because we, we can only imagine how that shit was going to end. That's Remember that so bitch funny. pulled my hair? Fuck speaking out of turn. Honey. I don't work at this job no more neither. <laughs> so... Anna, tell them to start, cause I call oh, Anna. How did I call you? Cause I called you at that I, when I thought I was and I got fired. Oh, bitch! <laughs> oh, bitch! That's all I heard. Yo, this, y'all know this was a while ago, cause I ain't drive. I was waiting at the bus stop, y'all. <laughs> I was sitting on the bus stop, waiting in the shade. It was hot as shit too in the summertime. I call, bitch. This bitch then pulled my fucking ear. <laughs> now, mind you, in that situation, I didn't call her a bitch to her face because I had learned my lesson from calling people bitches before. But I had to honor. I called her a bitch. Yeah, I did. She pulled my fucking ear, y'all. Yeah, right. Fuck speaking out of term. Some other things were not a term, but it wasn't speaking. <laughs> All I know is, some things got shooken around in the room. Yeah, that's crazy. Anna, I was offended. No, she definitely pulled your hair, and she she pulled my had ponytail, you. y'all. It's it's one. She didn't snatch my wig off. She pulled my ponytail. <laughs> and then the way she had you, it just was like, damn. What do you do in that kind of situation? Because you know, when you dealing with the youth, it's certain things that you can and can't do. All that shit was out of pocket. Yes, un-for-fucking-giveable. un for I'm surprised I didn't get fired that day. I got fired soon after that, though. Because <laughs> that shit was unforgivable. <laughs> you get on my nerves, He was bro. the first person I called to. I'm going to be fucking firing me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chrissy, what you do? Some unforgivable shit. I ain't even doing this. <laughs> Y'all always know when I'm about to start my shit because I start squinting like this and I get my cheeks. I ain't even doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of unforgivable, yeah. let's just slide and go right into the next subject. What is something that if you can think of the worst thing in the world to be done to you? Like what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you think of some shit that you absolutely not forgiving nobody for? Damn, I don't even want like thinking about the worst shit ever. And I'm really sitting here thinking, I'm just like, that's a, it's a very pessimistic thought. I it can is. just go ahead and just say that it's definitely a very pessimistic thought. But it's something to think about. Some, but I honestly think that some things you don't know how you're going to react until they just actually happen. I think sometimes even with a things lot of being shit unforgivable, these, a lot of shit that people forgive people for is unforgivable to me. Like how y'all keep taking the same nigga back over and again, it's just unforgivable. Sorry, a bag is not going to shave. 
save our relationship at this point. Like, I fuck you and your bag. Now I can hear you saying that no, no, just just to just play off that real fast. I can hear you so just thinking about relationships that you've been in. You like I'm not taking these niggas back if they yeah. fucking cheated on me. Yeah. Now say if it was somebody that you was like super deep, like you felt like was just soulmate, you may react differently. I mean, I may, but then I may not. Yeah, you may not. But I'm just saying you because may react. For me personally, if I'm not, you know. If I'm not bringing that kind of energy to the to the situation, I don't feel like I should have to deal with it at all. I, I although that. I don't believe that, you know, I don't believe that any relationship is perfect and there's going to be things that you have to deal with and there's going to be things you have to compromise on. That's just not one of them for me. That's a deal breaker. Because I just feel like at the end of the day, it's, 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 it's enough between me and you trying to figure each other out. When you bring another motherfucker into the equation, it just makes, it just, I don't know. And then especially on the terms, like y'all be out here disrespectful with it. Like it's craziness. So it yeah that be um dash that type of shit really be unforgivable. Now yeah, mm-hmm. y'all know what the stuff I'm talking about. The stuff that all these shows and all y'all favorite artists sing about all the fucking time. The unforgivable shit. That kind of unforgivable. Shit. I feel like if you fuck with either one of my parents or my siblings, it's definitely it's unforgivable. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to jail behind them. You fuck with my money, that's unforgivable. I'm going to jail in hell behind. Them. Yeah, my money is definitely unforgivable. Like I to a point where and and not saying that I love money on that level. No, no, but if I mean if you fuck with my, my livelihood, yeah, my livelihood, like yeah, that's more so what I'm getting at. Like if you're taking something from me, my, let me say something. It was one thing. It was a line my mom used to always say as I was growing up, and it was. You never let anybody cost you something, mm-hmm. and it's rather, it's rather, it's somebody taking something from you directly, mm-hmm. or it's if it's somebody doing or saying something to you, and your response or your reaction to that is going to cost you because you have something to lose. Mm-hmm. You don't never let anybody cost you something. I'm never going to let you take food out my mouth. Never. Like not literally or figuratively, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that that's my perspective when I say, I'm, you can't play with my money. Like yeah, that's un- playing with my money is unforgivable. Right? Yeah, real shit. Like again, and I'm going to hell, H E L L, in jail, J I A L, behind my parents. J I A L J A I J whatever. J A I L J I A L whatever. Child, maybe she was in there. She did it the other way. I don't know. <laughs> Go ahead. Y'all know what I've been through. Mm-hmm. Either one. Behind my parents and my siblings. Mm-hmm. And that's for a fact. Like, we had meetings on this shit. Like, they know it. Right. Right. Like, I tell yeah. my brothers all the time, like, you know, I got female problems. Call me. Yeah, it's definitely a, a, the children in my family. Just Mom, somebody talking shit at work? Call me. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yo, honestly, and I'm petty when in corporate, I'm petty. I'm petty. I don't believe in going friends to make to... I don't go on friends. I don't believe in going to work to make friends, but I strongly right. believe in going to work and doing my job. And if you are a person... My J-A-B or who J-O-B. makes that harder for me, and you go out your way to do so... Yep. You're done. You're fucking done. 
another thing that's unforgivable is anything anybody does. Any if you have to, if I feel like in any at any moment you decided to go out of your way to inconvenience me, that is fucking unforgivable for me. You went out your way. That shit burns me to the core. <laughs> it does. When you're like, oh damn, you really. So that means you had to, because you, you ever, something ever happened to, think to you, about that. some shit go down, you had to think about actually what a motherfucker had to go through to go do some shit to you. You just be like, oh, damn. So you, you went on 56 you did flights all of that. stairs. You lied to eight people. Lied to your mama. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, that's what we're doing? Okay, cool. Yeah, that's unforgivable right there. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what else is unforgivable? Putting folded eggs on my breakfast sandwich and I actually Get out. scramble. Get out. I'm tired of that. If we done fucking playing with this bitch, I think for me, the most obscene or like the top tier of unforgivable things come from, of course, the people that we care about the most. I learned that certain things weren't unforgivable to me because of, like I forgave the person because I really didn't give a fuck about them that much. I'm going to give you a real life example. <laughs> why are you looking at me Because like I shouldn't that? be laughing at this shit. This, why are you fucking oh, laughing at me? You Lord. made me laugh. I wasn't supposed to laugh. It wasn't nothing funny. Yeah, I'm going to give you a real life journal of this girl. Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> I don't forget you got me write the book. Anyway. <laughs> I'm going to give you a real life example. I was in a relationship. I let you know this person. Let me listen closely. I already know. Mm-hmm. I was in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And this monkey got a girl pregnant. Oh, you are a die. That don't mean I'm going to do it, though. I'm just kidding. I ain't Not even him care. with his mouth open. And Every let me female is going to have that and reaction, And let me though. tell you, I ain't even cared, but I fake act like I did, y'all. I was into it. I'm like, what? You ain't got to talk that I was all into because it. Because honestly. I pulled a whole Jerry Springer moment like Maury. Like all I did was like mimic this shit. And I said, why the hell would you do that to me? <laughs> I ain't give a fuck. I was laughing behind the fucking phone. <laughs> it's only a, yeah. And honestly. I, honest to God, Joel. I mean, you don't be giving a fuck about that bitch. I know I wouldn't. I wouldn't No, because I ain't give a fuck. About, I didn't. I learned in that moment. I ain't give a fuck about him for real. Because I didn't. I wasn't mad. I was playing the whole time behind like that fucking phone. Me. I was behind that phone. Oh my God, why would you do that to me? Meanwhile, <laughs> I'm eating, fucking watching videos and shit. You the, How could you do that to me? You the, you the reason why they say <laughs> niggas could be fucking volunteers. The, you know, men, when they do something to you and then they still be lying. Yo, I never had that happen to me, but I pray to God they never do because honestly, it really, like, I can't. I can't with her. Like, I just can't. You see what I go through? I didn't listen. At that moment, like I said, I knew I didn't give a fuck about him. But that's where, you know, when when you when something is unforgivable or something hurts you so bad, it's because you care about the person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That much. You're feeling when And you might not realize it until, until you're that moment, those right. feelings. And your feelings like, are what the literally fuck was hurt. I so mad about? Right, because your fucking feelings was hurt. That's why you was mad, bitch. Mm-hmm. And then you get mad feelings was hurt. That you was mad about that shit and that your feelings was hurt. See, right. you mad again all over again. Because there's some shit, because I'm like, as an adult, as a, as a mature, as a mature woman, mature. there are some things that, you know, that happen over time and I realized that I didn't, 
Like, just like you didn't realize that you didn't give a fuck about some things until they happened, some things you don't realize that you really give a fuck about again until mm-hmm. they happen. So it was things that happened with people that was just like, oh, damn, I actually gave a fuck about that. And I didn't realize it until it happened. And then, like you said, just be like, well, damn, bitch, now why the fuck you care? Now, where the fuck this come from? This we, is a whole new segment. We are going to pray for you. How about that? Oh, don't stop. We won't. Don't like stop. Like Diddy said. Like Diddy said. And y'all seen it? First of all, Can't I'm stop, mad. I stop. ain't going to lie. I might go watch the BET Awards. If they, I, I hope they not, you know, they got better. Not no, not, this is no shade to the BET Awards, but like y'all used to be lit as shit back in the day. And y'all, now forward. y'all not. So no yeah. shade, this is truth. Okay, Palm Tree Row. Anyway, um, so <laughs> I'm just to the point where I'm just like, when I seen the little meme and they had the little Diddy video, I, you know. I like that little backdrop. I don't know. I might would have had to run up on that joint a little bit and fuck it up with Diddy because it was looking real. First of all, you know it's one of my favorite videos. Listen, it was the cheese grater for me. Okay, the cheese grater scene was it. And they be okay. in there doing it. Where you release from the side. They was and they was they was giving young Miami bar saying she was a like a whole groupie, and I think they're just giving the people something most extra to talk about. They to are. be honest, yeah. It she, was let's it be was clear. a prop. She yeah. needs her viewership to do a leaps and bounds. Not saying that she not, not saying that she doesn't have a platform because she's a star, big star, the only rap group that's is she a star? Yeah, in their eyes, today's yeah. Like Miami, yeah. I baby, I bet your little sister wanna look like me. I definitely think she's <laughs> popular and 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 favorited and popular. Every year, but when you think about, we're not thirteen. Think about what the city girls would have meant to you at thirteen in this era. Yeah, you might they might be stars to you. They might be, they just might be thirteen year olds listening to city girls. They shouldn't be. Girl, how old was we when Trina came out with me? Okay, yeah. Thank you. Point taken. Yeah, bitch, we been we been sick together. Mm-hmm. Make sure they hear it. Let me see how old I was. Yeah, let you let you camera. double check on it. Yeah, let you that you reference. Anyway, so yeah, that that that, that, that is that. But yeah, you got a whole bunch of unforgivable shit happening right now. Ray J, we never gonna forgive you for fucking up the fucking versus stage like that. <laughs> We don't forgive the old ass Supreme Court for overturning Roe versus Wade. No, we do not. Because let me tell, let me, America, get one fucking thing clear. Listen here, America. Here we go. In my uncle voice. America. <laughs> you will never be able to tell me what I can do with my body. I don't give a fuck what the Supreme Court of Justice has to say. And that's on the godly game. Y'all not gonna like what I'm Excuse about to say. Excuse the blasphemous approach. Okay? Thank you. God knows my heart. I just want to let y'all know, I really could care less what people have to say. Listen, if it is not you, mind your business. The same way people make a decision to have sex, they should have, be, have the decision to be able to go through with having a child or not if it's a situation happening. You know, the circumstances. Not everything is ch- tied, you know, to something that's, like, bad. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They may be in a situation where it's just, like, not feasible for them. Like, or, you know, you know, accidents really do happen. And to be honest, like, when I was younger, I used to always say, oh, yeah. You know, I used to have that mindset kind of sort of like, you know, when you grow up in the church, people would have you thinking like, oh, 
abortion is only some people don't believe in it at all but then you have those people where they're just kind of like marginalized and it's just like oh it's okay if if you were raped and it's okay if it was incest and it's okay if that and stuff like that not like but i'm i'm making it more i'm saying it that way to make it so people can get where i'm coming from but i just feel like there's more to it than even just that what about the soul thought of a person just saying like you know honestly this was not my intentions this wasn't my plan what do you say to a person that really did take birth her birth control and the condom might have popped and right oh my gosh she's ovulating up oh, poof pregnant let me tell you something you, you ain't gotta tell saying? me shit because fact the fact of the matter is bitches still gonna be throwing themselves down the steps that part i honestly think it'll get worse I think it'll absolutely get worse. I think this idea that y'all have that, you know, taking away the rights for abortion will, you know, increase contraception and, you know, decrease as many babies being born annually and throughout the year. All of that, I don't think none of that is going to happen. And decreasing the amount of abortions, bitches are still going to have abortions. You know what's going to happen? It's not going to be as many abortions. It's going to be a whole bunch of fucking emergency surgeries from internal issues going on from people trying to honestly and to be honest terminated themselves and to be honest i actually had something on my i'm not even gonna pull it up because it's you know like come on we've been going for a while so i'm gonna keep it as short as possible but i definitely saw the something backyard boogie down coming back it, and it was a situation that happened literally right after they overturned it it was a situation in one of the i believe it was a southern state if i'm not mistaken i can't remember exactly what state but the young woman had um, the the she had an ectopic pregnancy, I believe, and it mm. ruptured in her tube. And while she was sit, she they prolonged the it, the the surgery because the lawyer and the doctor were going back and forth, so neither one of them would lose their fucking job when it came to how the way they, they was going to get this baby out of her without not having no way to feed their families. At the end of the day, mind you, she has like almost they said six hundred cc's of blood in her body. Because she was bleeding out, because it ruptured. So this woman could have died nine hours of deliberation in an emergency room. You're in. Ex- Imagine the pain and the trauma this woman has from this one situation. And not to add to to add to to add insult to injury, black women are like three to four more times like more likely to die while giving birth as it is. They think that we're some freaking. Plastic machines that can just take all this pain and it's like they don't believe us when we say, oh, I'm hurting, I'm hurting, I'm hurting. No. Like, we already get, like, turned away and shunned when it comes to medical treatment as it is. Healthcare is a fucking joke when it comes to us. Yeah. If you want to be technical. They don't even think that, you know, we need shit because, oh, we're just this bionic super being that can just take all this pain all the time. No. That's crazy when you think about it. Like Imagine that lady you... said, she want to save white lives. She said it, not me. Girl. I'm just repeating what she said. Y'all all heard it, said it. Y'all when seen I heard the meme. Y'all seen the clip. Timeline, I said, yo, if it's a, if it ain't plain, if that, that's some plain Greek yogurt right there. I'm making we 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 know <laughs> we saw it coming. White lives. The the voices have gotten more louder and bolder. bolder. Yes, they're getting loquacious out here. They saying a lot, saying a lot, saying a lot. <laughs> and my whole thing about it is, if you're not afraid of that, yeah, would I be afraid to throw yourself down the steps if you need to? Listen, mental health. Listen, we act like maternal depression and you know all mental that health shit is definitely exist. going to increase. Yeah. Um, I do unfortunately think that the rate of suicide is going to increase. Absolutely. Because well. um, if I'm think about it, if someone already has a co-occurring illness, not saying co-occurring, like what they 
oh my goodness, it, now they're going to their maternal depression along with already having mental health going on prior to you being pregnant. And they're telling you that, oh, your body's rejecting this pregnancy in so many words, and you don't have an option to get rid of the pregnancy, and you have to sacrifice yourself. Oh, well, I might as well do it myself. I'm not going to let some bitch-ass doctors take me out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Why would I ever leave that in your hands? So it gets to be sticky, bitch. Like, I can drink myself. Not giving people ideas, but just saying, like, people aren't thinking about these outcomes, and we're not, this isn't us joking around, but this is a real conversation no, that I'm we serious. had. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that we know that women deal like, with this shit every that, single that's day. That's the thought process that people can start to go through. It's just like, well, if I got to do it myself, what can I do to make it successful but yet easier on me? Yeah, and, and someone used the whole rape thing, and it was just like someone, that their their response was, oh, yeah, well, shame on me or shame on the rapist. Yeah, I thought that pocket. comment was so insensitive. That's out of pocket. I'm just like, and you're a man. Like, Sorry, that I hope really you don't have any daughters me the wrong way. Or nieces. I hope you don't have a mother, grandmother. Clearly you do. Like, that's out of pocket. Like, when men say stuff like that, they act like they don't come from women. Listen, we got our name from a woman, and we came from a woman. What did Tupac say? But yeah, y'all, we got real heavy towards the end. Can we just cheers and take a drink or something? Yeah, we can. And we gonna, we gonna wind down. Please. Cheers, and thank you for joining us another week. I'm obviously having issues with avoiding hitting this mic. Please bear with me through this episode. I'm going to take a sip. And please bear through my cup. And I told y'all this is Mario's fault. I was sunk up under this air conditioner. (laughs) Drank on the floor, okay, honey? So let's get into the boss of the week. I'm going to tag them real quick. So we got got some customized items coming through. Black-owned business of the week is going to be... Assignment Understood Customs LLC. All right. First Assignment. of all, first of all, that's the logo for me. I, I'm digging it. It um, looks very realistic. Let me see that. So cute. So cute. I love her logo. Shout okay. out to you, girl. Smart as we definitely going at this. And I think that'd be a good idea. And it looks just like her. It does. It looks very realistic. Can I see that picture again? Oh, she favors my brother's girlfriend a little bit. Mm-hmm. So she does custom like um custom items so she'll do like you know if you have tumblers and stuff like that okay um vinyl vinyl t-shirts um journals um she does a whole bunch of uh, a whole bunch of stuff so you know get with her she'll hook you up she got she got cute, socks cute. up here she got sh- masks she got uh, so we wanted pillows. something custom pillows though. We, okay. could, we could go yeah. through her so assignment understood so she has her own website it's a s g m t understood.com so that's A-S-G-M-T understood.com she also has an Instagram go check her out and I found her through my way to be girl shout out to you black girls gotta stick together and that's our boss of the week and uh, my name is Sunky Shock I'm Chrissy bitch and together we are to each each his own own. bye see ya